When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Buff Nation, let's go, baby. Week two. Week two, day five of camp. It's DMVR Buffs Prime Time. We're presented by Illegal Pete's. Everyone's go-to spot for burritos, buddies, and beers. Fun day, it sounds like. Fun day for sure. Fun day for us. Fun day for them. Got a nice little off day yesterday. Mm-hmm. Rest the body. Come back. Like I said in our takeaways video, like you got to nail the practice as a player. You got to nail the practice before the day off, and you got to nail the practice after the day off. I've heard it so many times where you come back after a day off, and the coaches say, "Maybe we shouldn't give you guys days off because you just can't right. come back with the same level of focus." Yeah, you know, and obviously <laughs> they they uh, have to, but. You know, the players might not always know that. Um, so they brought the energy today. That's a huge, huge sign of a team, in my opinion, that's focused. Um, if you can come back from an off day and kind of not have any sort of energetic letdown, that's a big sign. And, uh, man, it feels good to just be in the swing of things. Yes. Like the the first, you know, it's like that first day of school, first yep. week of school, right? Usually starts on like a Wednesday or Thursday. You're just <laughs> yeah. there shaking hands, seeing all your friends. What'd you do this summer? Now it's like week two, like we're getting into algebra. Yeah. You got to lock in now. Yeah, it's time. <laughs> it's time. Uh, you mentioned days off, but the guys are still grinding in that facility, man. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, Neely told us he was grinding. Like I was telling yes. Neely on Saturday after we filmed the video, um, I was like, dude, tomorrow, just like, don't leave your house, DoorDash all three meals, <laughs> and just get the most rest. He's like, yep, that's what I want to do. That's the plan. Then he just puts in eight hours at the facility. It's, it's not in his DNA, man. No, it's not. <laughs> um, so, yeah, even the days off are not days off. It's a time to go in and learn and correct your mistakes and all of those things. So the, they're all the way in. They're all the way dialed. Yep. Uh, if you guys haven't watched the takeaways video yet, the massive takeaway from today, two, Shador Sanders, QB1, mm. is en fuego. Yes. Completely. Yeah, man. I mean, we knew he looked good in the videos, and I just remember the other day when we talked to him, you know, when he when there was a press conference, when we talked to him formally, mm-hmm. he said, or no, maybe this was, no, this was... This was when we were talking after practice. I can't remember. We were talking to him, and he said, I just feel like I'm in midseason form. Yeah, was that, that, was, I, that was after practice. That was informal. Yeah. Um, and he said, you know, like, at Jackson, I kind of felt like I had to take a little while to get in the swing of things, but I feel completely dialed in right now. And that bears itself out in the tape that we've seen, you know, the little bits that we get to see every day. Uh, and it bears itself out with the stats that Neely revealed to us today. Yes. 22 touchdowns, 
Zero interceptions so far, Ryan. Yeah, and of course that needs context. I saw someone yes. respond to us. That needs context. Well, we don't have it. <laughs> but we can tell you what the context of fall camp is. Right. Uh, I've seen a lot of fall camps. I've seen a lot of training camps in the NFL. Of course, it's not <laughs> the same as when you are starting a game and every drive starts around the 20-yard line or maybe you get pinned back deep and that sort of thing. you got to move the ball every time. No, this is... Only 11 on 11. Are we counting these stats? You know, so yep. all 22 of those touchdowns are in 11 on 11. None of that seven on seven stuff. Um, pillow fighting, as I'm sure uh, <laughs> right. Sean Lewis would right. call it. Um, but, you know, sometimes you're starting at the 20. Sometimes you're starting at the seven. Sometimes you're starting at the one. Uh, sometimes you're moving the ball all the way from, you know, from your own 25. It, it doesn't matter. It's not the 22 number that, that you need to think about. The 22 number just helps contextualize the zero number yes. uh, that, that's next to it. 22 touchdowns, zero interceptions. 22 touchdowns would mean z- nothing at all if it was 17 interceptions right. or even 10. Yeah. 22 touchdowns to zero interceptions gives you a little bit of context. Uh, and Neely also told us 89 attempts. Um, so, you know, that's one touchdown every four passes. Again, that is why you need that added context is where are these passes coming from. But it's really just... The only number that you really need to focus on is the zero. And that tells you, man, his decision making, his ball placement, how often we talk about that. Mm-hmm. All of those things are completely on point. His hand talent. Hand talent. <laughs> there we go. Um, I mean, this is just, it's crazy to think about, but it's true. Shador has actually gotten better in multiple areas. Uh, you know, talk about hand talent. His leadership, both on and off the field, I feel like has gone up too. Yep. He's just absolutely killing it. He's got all these targets now to throw to, and he said that at media day. You know, it's I can kind of just go wherever I want because mm-hmm. I've got so many targets. You heard Coach Sean Lewis gush about Javon Antonio, talk about Omarion Miller. I mean, they could they have like a whole like a you know second teams are usually like guys below number ones. They truly have a whole second team of receivers. It sounds like, and from what Neely said today, it sounds like Caleb Mathis had a big day too. Yeah. Um, those, those receivers, man, they've got a lot of guys and I think they're, you know, um, coach flea, shout out to him for just giving us the top four running back. Yeah. I also think there's a clear top four wide receivers. Yes. Um, but there's so many guys that can go in there. You know, you have, uh, Tarveris Dawson yeah. who can go in there and Jalen Ellis just showed yeah, up, run you a streak. Jalen Ellis three days late. No, he, he was on time. <laughs> okay. All right. Are you yes. sure? i Neely told me that no one showed up late. Okay, okay. okay. So, so it was just the video came yes, out late of yes. him saying this is my first day here. Okay, yes. that makes sense. Sorry. Ac- uh, twerking accusations <laughs> dropped. Um, anyways, this, this wide receiver group has a lot, but I also like that you have a clear top four yes. in Travis Hunter, Jimmy Horn, Javon Antonio, and Zay Weaver. Um, let's talk about it because the chats mentioned it. We've seen it on Twitter too. Do you, are you worried about the defense because of how good Shador is doing so far? No. Um, there's no defense for ball placement. Right. Yeah. The be- It beats great coverage almost every time. Yes. And there's no defense for decision making. Yeah. Um, you know, if you are making the correct reads and putting the ball in the right place, you can- it can't be defended. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's something I've been talking about with Shador non-stop of course as a defense you want to get him right, right. you got to get a pick um and some people mentioned the pick that that travis had on uh, 
covering Weaver. Zay Weaver. Yep. But that's a one-on-one throw. Quarterbacks uh, doesn't have any – there's no decision-making allowed there. He doesn't yeah. just get to, like, spike it in right. one-on-ones. He's yeah. got to throw the ball and, <laughs> yes. and let those boys fight for it. Um, so, yeah, as a defense, I'd, I'd love – to hear them say, okay, we finally got Shador, you mm-hmm. know, and Shiloh can, you know, talk his talk. Yep. But I don't I don't worry about the defense. I, I, I think that this offense is made to get the ball out quick. It's made for Shador to be able to make fast decisions. And it's not you're not gonna be able to get him a lot because he's getting the ball out fast and putting it in the right place. I mean what Big LT says, iron sharpens iron and when you have a quarterback that is as good as Shador is or as good as most of the Pac-12's quarterbacks are, they're just going to win more. Mm-hmm. Um, they're in more control of things on the field, um, and offenses are kind of designed around, you know, let's see what the quarterback can actually do, put them in these situations, and they're going to succeed a lot when they're really good players. It does sound like the, the uh, offense again came out ahead of the defense today, but again, that's kind of just due to Shador Sanders, I think. Yeah, and we didn't directly ask Neely, um, but he did say, you know, Coach Prime spoke, like, huddled up the defense mid-practice yeah. to get some things corrected. Um, I just think that this offense obviously came in with a head start um, because of the relationships that Shador has been yes. building throughout the uh, the offseason. Most of those wide receivers had already been with him and worked with him throughout the whole, you know, break in the PLPs. And I just think that they took that head start and aren't going to look back. Exactly. I mean, look at the defense. How many guys had to come in just during the summer? You know, Jaquez and O'Marion Cooper didn't show up until mm-hmm. then. Derek McClendon, Demoy Kennedy was still recovering. Yep. Uh, tons of guys. So um, no need to be concerned about the performance of the defense. But Bishop Thomas. Well, and real quick, this is a great uh, comment from, is that say Lil Dre check? Yep. Yep. Okay. Sorry. It's very tiny letters um y'all really think it's uh, coach prime team D, uh, dbs will be trash you crazy yep exactly you know he's gonna get those boys dialed in yes and you we don't know how many times shador has been sacked you know we got one sample right um but you know just because he's throwing touchdowns doesn't mean the coverage is trash like i said no no defense for a perfect ball um and you see some of the ones like that he's throwing to travis he gets Travis in one, a one-on-one matchup, he throws it to the back shoulder. Travis jumps to the clouds, yeah. comes down, and <laughs> you know makes the play. Same thing with Javon Antonio. Like we're seeing these guys make great plays in one-on-one coverage uh, with guys who are there on them. It's not like he's just throwing, you know, uh, broken coverage bombs right. every play. Well, just to go touch on the secondary one more time, the best corner is playing offense still. And we've yeah. seen that that video Darius put out. Of, it's kind of switching back and forth, but he is playing a lot of offense. But that video Darius put out where Coach Prime is exclusively working mm-hmm. with the cornerbacks, Travis isn't there. And mm-hmm. honestly, does Travis really need extra coaching? He's so natural at the position. My only note on that is I wish Travis was there because of, because of Coach Prime's current situation. Mm-hmm. He can't display what he's talking about. You know, with his foot. Right. Um, Use so, Travis. Yeah. yeah, I would love to have Travis be <laughs> in there sure. to actually show the guys what he's talking about uh, and, and execute it properly. Yes. Uh, but Bishop Thomas, though, he was Neely's player of the day on Saturday. Back to back? Back to back. We watched his tape, and I think out of all the tape we watched this summer, that one was the most, like, impressive. Yeah, dude. He's a violent 
player on the so defensive quick. line. He's quick. Um, he is. Let me just tell you this, man. I know he's young, so this is obvious. Ooh, boy, are we at the beginning of the road for, for Bishop Thomas. Yep. His ceiling is so high. And once he's in this strength and conditioning program for an extended period of time, and he's able to develop in that way, uh, and just, you know, he's young, like become a man, you yes. know, and get that man strength that guys get when they become a, an upperclassman in football. He's going to be nasty, but back-to-back player of the day, uh, and we've only been doing defensive player of the day twice. Yep. So he's got both of them. Mm-hmm. Look out, man. That is good news for this team. And he's a big body, too. You know, people worried about the interior depth of this defensive line. If Bishop Thomas continues along this trajectory, and what Neely always says is, is its consistency with him. Yep. The highs are very high. It's just kind of building it up, or I guess his pace, for lack of a better term. Yeah. Uh, just a play-in, play-out basis. And that's a lot of times, and, and that I'm not necessarily saying this is 100% the, the case, a lot of times that comes down to conditioning. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, he's been here a little while now, but the more the better conditioned you are, the easier it is to bring the maximum effort every play, right? You don't just not give effort because you don't feel like it. Right. You don't give effort because you're tired. Yeah. Um, so, th- you know, Neely saying that they're going in six-play increments – and after his first one today, you know, he had a couple good plays, and then he was challenged. Give us all six next time. Mm-hmm. What do you do? He went out there and he gave him all six. So that tells you he's like close to a breakthrough in that regard. And um, if this team were to have an a player break out, like truly break out, truly break out and become a name, yes, on the defensive line, that means really, really good things for the for the quality of this team. Because it's the one place where we're like, okay, there's there's some guys in there. They brought in some size, right? But there's no one who you know, uh, you know, excluding Jordan Dominic, because he's more of an edge mm-hmm. uh, on that defensive line. There's a lot of qu- question marks. Mm-hmm. Like we love Shane Cox. Yes, but Shane Cox is coming from Dartmouth. Um, you know, you can go through. Each guy has one little thing next to him. If one of those guys becomes a star, watch out. Yep. All right, let's talk about what happened in the press conferences today. But real quick, shout out to our friends at Circle K. We're excited to partner with our friends at Circle K. Check out your local Circle K for the best coffee, beer, snack selection. Bless Bless you. you. And premium gas. Look out for freebies and giveaways down the road. Uh, Best, I guess, gas station stop on the way to a CU football game at a Circle K. What are you grabbing? Ooh, on the way to a game? What am I grabbing? I don't know, probably like a 40. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> you can get that and all that good stuff over at Circle K. Steel um, Reserve. <laughs> thanks, Circle K, for sponsoring DMVR. Um, and visit your nearest Circle K to pick up all your favorite finds. Also, shout out to the Pac-12's favorite barbecue sauce, Shador's number two, man. Mm. Uh, soon to be the Big 12's favorite barbecue sauce. Yes. Also, do we need to bring it up? Uh, I don't know if we're going to have this opportunity, but do we need to bring it up to Media Day on Friday? Let the actual <laughs> players try it? May as well. We can hit up Chef Solomon. Maybe he can put him Hell on some yeah. wings for us. Some more Shador's content yeah. coming at you guys. Um, yeah, we've got Media Day on Friday. Coach Prime's going to speak again. We'll have a bunch of player interviews then too. Um, but you can get your hands on Shador's number two barbecue sauce at plbse.com. Use the code ALLCITY, all caps, all in word at checkout. You'll get 10% off. Your order of number two barbecue. We got to pay off that headline, Jake. 
It's paid off. Okay. So the headline is, what is the headline again? The uh, most impressive thing yes. about Coach Prime's Colorado Buffaloes through one week of camp. Yep. Honestly, I came up with this idea before I found out that Shador Sanders threw 22 touchdowns and zero <laughs> yeah. interceptions. So that might be the actual answer <laughs> uh, to this question. But I, this makes me sound old. I, it's because I kind of am getting there. I've been covering this game for a while now. Yeah. Um, over a decade covering this team, the Broncos, sometimes both at the same time like I, I have been right now. So I've seen a lot of football teams. And after one week of camp, Jake, I am ready to say that I've never seen a team with this good of energy around it, with this good of vibes, for lack of a better term, around the team. Mm -hmm. um, whether that is just in the locker room, the guys hanging out, those vibes, immaculate. Whether it is the energy when they're walking off the field. Yeah. Um, you're not seeing a lot of guys like hanging their heads, like completely drenched in sweat, dead, just like, oh, this right. sucks. Uh, that's and that's after they walk up a big hill. They're still smiling. They're talking. They're interacting with each other. Um, and then this is the one that's the biggest to me. I've never seen a team respond to their coaches quite like this one does. Those guys are locked in when mm -hmm. those coaches are talking. I mean, eye contact the entire time. So you combine all of that together, and I think – the best word I can use is buy-in. I think this team has the most buy-in, whether that's to their teammates and to their coaches and to the overall culture that Coach Prime is building, and of course, to Coach Prime himself. This is the best buy-in I've ever seen from mm -hmm. any team I've covered. And that, to me, is an extremely impressive because it shows the power of Coach Prime, I think. Um, everyone has this underlying trust of whatever he's doing. Whether that is Coach Prime brought in Sal Sanceri to coach his defensive linemen, the players included. They say, okay, if Coach Prime got this guy in, and obviously they respect Coach Sal individually too, mm -hmm. but there's just kind of this idea, the strength staff. Everyone has this feeling of like, the people that are here are here for a reason. Yes. And I trust Coach Prime to have brought in the right people. And it has just created this beautiful uh energy this beautiful vibe around the team of just pure buy-in everyone's sales are pointed in the same direction only thing i'll add to that is something that i've asked a lot of players about recently it's just how much fun they're having you yes. can tell by that when you watch the videos just as you know there may be some guys you know kind of wanting to move up the depth chart and stuff but it doesn't feel like people are looking over their shoulder like oh am i doing the right thing like the player-led culture that they've created has really settled in and the players have really, I guess, embraced it um, and took it upon themselves to what you said, you know, kind of follow in with the the assistant coaches that Coach Prime has brought in. The players are realizing they've been brought in for a reason mm -hmm. and they're starting to take the reins and just kind of lead this team where they're supposed to go. Yeah, it's really, really fun to watch, even just from, you know, I, I guess I wouldn't call us from an outside perspective, but yeah. we're, we, you know, we're not putting on a jersey and a helmet every right. day. Um, but from the the vantage point that we have, it is really fun to watch this team kind of just grow and uh, mesh together. Mm -hmm. um, all right, let's talk about. Or you you asked me something before we went live. Do you want to touch on that real quick before we get to the press conferences? I already forgot. 
You asked me if, my, if I'm excited for... Oh, oh, this is just a random thought that I had. Then I was like, wait, save that for uh, <laughs> save that for the show. Who are you more excited about? Shador Sanders or Travis Hunter? I'm going to say Travis still. Nice. I understand why you, know, you and all these longtime Buffs fans would be so excited about Shador. Mm-hmm. But Travis Hunter is just... He's rare yeah. in every sense of a football player, a person, um, a I guess a figure and culture and stuff because he's going to be that eventually. I'm just excited to see what he does, see him blossom, continue to blossom down the road. I love that. I love that we have, you know, one of us feels that way about Travis. Obviously, we're both really excited yes. about both of these guys. Um, but for me, it would definitely be Shador. Um, I just love like good quarterback play. I love good makes everything offense. so easy. I love watching a guy diagnose the defense. Um, you know, I don't think. Bucky was just saying this, but I loved the clip from well off last week when Shador got up to the line and checked. Yeah. And Bucky yeah. goes, oh, he's checking. <laughs> he's at his that's best. That's when he's at his best. I was like, yep. that's a hell of a compliment. Then he threw a touchdown. You know who's also at his best when he's checking? Peyton Manning. Yep. And I, uh, that's not a direct comparison, but what you don't want to hear about your quarterback is, uh-oh, he's checking. This guy doesn't know what the hell he's doing <laughs> right. when he checks. Yeah. Um, if he can look at the defense and say, oh, I see what you guys are doing here. I know exactly what to uh, what to counter it with. That means the offense is really clicking for him. And it just shows how much he's grown already and how much he already trusts Sean Lewis, and Sean Lewis trusts him. If they're allowing him at this point already to kind of just change the play at the line of scrimmage, I mean, that's a beautiful place to be in in early August. Yep. But Travis, of course. I mean, I believe him. I truly believe him when he says every day, no, I want to play every snap. Yeah. I think he believes he can do that. They're, I think he does, too. They're not going to quite let him do that, no. I don't think. Um, but he can do that. And, I th- and I like, the dude never looks tired. No. All the workout videos, all the running, all the condition. <laughs> he never looks, like, even a little bit tired. And he's always joking and doing his little dance or something. Yes, like. <laughs> yes. Um, all right, let's talk about Travis first since we already went there. Uh, mentioned, you know, his route running has been the area that he thinks he's improved the most this offseason, which is massive. And, you know, I think going back to, I guess, December, January, February, right before practice has started in the spring, it's probably the reason why they were just had him at wide receiver. Get more detailed uh, off the line, in your routes, just all the little things, you know, to create that little extra separation at the top of your routes. And he's already a naturally gifted player as it is. Now he's adding technique to his game? I know. And route running is one of those things where you can never master it. Right. You can always keep getting better. That's got to be fun for him. Yeah. Um, it's kind of like <laughs> it's kind of like uh, golf. Yeah. Right. You can never like beat the game of golf. There's just always you can always get one stroke better. And I think that's kind of the case with route running. You right. can always improve a little bit with route running. Yep. Uh, I don't really know what else to say about. Travis's press conference today, he said Shador's got a lot better in terms of accuracy, being a leader. But um, you guys can watch the video. I wish we knew who we were talking to each day. Yeah. Um, not for you and I, but for the rest of the media. Yeah. So they could prepare. They need it. You know, obviously with Travis Hunter, you probably shouldn't necessarily need to prepare. But those guys, a lot of these people, just I'm going to defend them a little bit. This isn't their job to cover Colorado every day. Not right. all of them. You guys know the ones who are. Yes. But a lot of these guys get tasked with, hey, 
can you go up to Colorado? We need a quick piece on this, that, or the other thing. Right. So then they show up. They don't know who they're going to talk to. We did know we were going to talk to Flea today. Mm-hmm. Um, but then a player gets up there, and like, uh, there was a time earlier in camp where it wasn't Travis Hunter. It was like a person who the 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 uh, staff had to like say their name for most of the people to even know who they were, and then yeah. like they didn't have time to Google or whatever. So I wish they knew, just so then I could say, hey, you guys need to prepare a little better before you go to the press conference. Unfortunately. They don't get that luxury, um, but uh, the Travis one was was a bit tough. It was a rough one today. Coach Flea, though, I feel like gave out a lot of information. Mm. Um, we can start with... He talks like a football coach. He does. He's been coaching for a long time, um, and just another great example of the insane just experience and pedigree that CU has on this staff. I don't think that he... Loves giving out praise. No. I think he probably hates the word hype. And he gave some guys, you know, compliments today. But there was no hype coming from Coach Flea. Nope. Uh, gave out his top four running backs, though. Do we want to hit that? Yes. As it stands now. Alton McCaskill, Kvasier Smoke, Dylan Edwards, and Anthony Hankerson. Yes. No Sivion Wilkerson. Or Charlie Offerdahl, everyone's favorite yeah. walk-on. Um, and he did say those guys are right there with the, yes. with the rest of them. Um, but there's your top four, and that is a formidable top four. And, you know, it's uh, there's so much there to work with. Mm-hmm. Um, Kavassier Smoke, I think, is probably number one right now. Mm-hmm. Alton McCaskill's still wearing a yellow jersey so it's you know hard to fully decide where he's going to be um dylan edwards of course your game breaker and old hank survived the exodus and in in the mix right now in the conversation that's a dog right there yep. man yep uh he's gonna be fun to watch you guys are gonna like watching him on uh ultimate caskill he said he's about a week away but he also said we brought him here to be the guy so wasn't giving out praise. Mm-hmm. That's that's quite a lot of praise that's though. It's a gem. Yep. Uh, what else do we got? He was asked about Charlie Often Ball. Talked about his attitude. Uh, was asked about him getting a scholarship. Said it's he thinks it's something that could happen soon. Yeah, he said he hopes so. Yes. Um, and also said. Uh, I think the question was, do you think you guys will give him a scholarship? And he mm-hmm. said, we're not giving him anything. He would earn that scholarship. Right. And once you earn it, it can't be taken away from you. Mm-hmm. Um, but just, I mean, obviously Alton's still kind of working back, um, trying to get his confidence back. But he looks good when he's on well off and like out there running and stuff. Yes, so. for sure. And he's taking contact. Yes. <laughs> he got popped. Yes. Also, isn't that the point of the yellow jersey? <laughs> yes, I know. <laughs> you would think, but... Uh, I don't know. Maybe I'm sure he probably was upset in the moment, but after the fact, he's probably like, probably felt good to get hit again because he probably hasn't been hit in 18 plus months ish. <laughs> I just, I don't know exactly what yellow means. Does it mean slow? Like is red? Don't touch him at all. I, Last year it was the blue jersey, so I, yeah. I don't know. And the blue jersey now means I play both both ways, ways I guess. <laughs> um, I'm just curious because. I feel like if if it is you're not supposed to hit him to the ground, right? Well, <laughs> then I give him a break for taking that hit because he's not expecting to get hit that hard. Yeah. Uh, anything else from Coach Flea or Travis? 
Coach Flea, um, very honest answer about Dylan Edwards. Yes. Uh, and mentioned he's working with the receivers. I asked him the same question that was asked to Coach Prime about Dylan Edwards. Mm -hmm. Has Dylan Edwards met your expectations? Coach Prime, of course, said he's been better More. than we expected. Yeah. Um, he's blown away our expectations. Uh, he's incredible, you know, all that stuff. And it was very interesting to see uh, Coach Flea really answer the question all the way down to the details. Has he met your expectations? And he just went through all of the things that he wants Dylan to improve on. And it was really cool to hear. Obviously, Dylan is so young, so he has a lot to learn yep. uh, about this level. And you get to it was such a beautiful peek into how these guys are being coached not just being coached as players, being coached as men, being coached as students. Uh, and he just went through, hey, I want him to be better at this. I want him to be better at managing his time. Mm -hmm. um, I want him to understand this better and pass protection. I mean, he just went through it all. And it was just like, man, these coaches are for real. Yeah. Well, you just realize, you know, kind of in that moment, how young Dylan actually is. Yeah. When he talked about it, like he hasn't even gone to school yet, basically, mm -hmm. which is crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, shout out to the comments. You guys are on fire today. Our guy David was in here, who we met at practice today. Oh yeah. Um, and then five or, or four or six goalie wanted us to talk about the uh, the Shiloh hit. Oh, <laughs> did you see the reverse angle that Shiloh put on yes, his from story? The, yeah. yeah. It looks I, even better from there. I just love it. Um, Shiloh is absolutely a keep your head on a swivel guy. Um, you can't go in soft. Uh, you can't you know go in lightly. You have to always be prepared for contact when Shiloh's around. Um, and I was telling you this, man. I think Shiloh's going to be really good. Yep. Like, there's so much talk about Shador and Travis, and rightfully so. Those guys are, quote-unquote, the faces of the program right now. I think sure. it's fair to say. You know, they were the media day representatives. Mm -hmm. um, I think Shiloh's flying under the radar a little bit from a non-this-circle perspective. You know, we all know... Uh, more about Shiloh than the average person. But I just mean like from the maybe the local media, um, some of the national media that talks about Colorado. I think he's going to be one of those guys where people are like, man, why didn't we talk more about Shiloh transferring yep. to Colorado? I mean, it was kind of hurt last year, so didn't really get to show it last year when JSU was a juggernaut. So he is, I think, in multiple aspects under the radar for sure. And I told you on the drive down here, Aside from, you know, the, the obvious ones, uh, and really just maybe even aside from just Travis Hunter, mm -hmm. I think he, he moves like an NFL player yep. as much as anyone on the team. He looks great. He's yeah. getting in and out of his transitions very quickly he right flies. now. Flies. He's really, I don't know. Um, and I think he is kind of attached at the hip with Coach Kelly. Mm -hmm. That's he his said, guy. Yes. And he said in <laughs> one of the videos, I think, gosh, I... I watched so many videos this weekend. <laughs> I have no idea which one it was. But he said, I'm trying to talk to Coach Kelly every day after practice and asking him how he likes things done. Because if I know exactly the way that he likes things done, then I can't ever get yelled at. And I just love that. Like I love that he wants to know exactly what he's expected of him so that he can't screw it up. Yep. Yep. Shiloh is uh, going to have a year, man. Don't sleep. All right, let's talk about Big 12 stuff really quickly. Shout out to our friends at Breckenridge Brewery. 
It's back, Ryan. The beer of the month, the Mountain Beach Sour, uh, baby. Let's go. It's Jake. Uh, <laughs> the summer of Jake. Yeah, it is. This is the summer of Jake. <laughs> yeah, Everything's they, coming up, Jake. They snubbed your strawberry sky, man. I know. I know. Maybe oh. September? Um, Maybe. Football season beer? Yeah, it is. Uh, it's an all-season beer, in my opinion. Um, but Breckenridge Brewery has a beer for any occasion. We've got tons of them here on tap at the DMVR bar. Um, we had Friday Night Live on Friday. We're going to have the Broncos one, I think, this week. we got a bunch more throughout this month. So come hang out, get a Breckenridge Brewery uh, beer, and use their beer locator at breckbrew.com, and you can find a Breck Brew near you. Also, shout out to Backus and Shanker. When you get hurt, Backus and Shanker are here to help. They've been helping Colorado families win for more than 25 years. No fees to speak with them about your case. No fees while they work on your case. And no fees unless they win your case and win money for you. They've won over a billion dollars for their clients. Um, they help with all kinds of injury cases where you weren't at fault. Car accidents, motorcycle, rideshare, pedestrian, trucks. We can even help if you're injured at work. Smash that Shador line, 222-2222, to find out if you have a case for free. Bacchus and Shanker wins. Jake, where's what? Brendan Gant? <laughs> I don't know. I can tell you, Tyler Brown is in the facility, though. Was a little under the weather again. Yes. He, he's fine, though. Yes. He's there. Um, I saw there's like threads about this on the message boards. Yes. Like, where is Tyler Brown? <laughs> DNVR said they shook his hand the other day. <laughs> like, Tyler Brown is there. He is there. Um, Present and accounted for. Who else? Someone else asked about Cormani, too. Cormani's doing all right. He's coming along. I can also tell you this. I haven't uh, shaken Brendan Gant's hand personally. Yeah. But he is on on the roster. Yes. On the depth chart. Yes. Yes. He's he, he's there in almost every regard but showing up on a well-off video. So, <laughs> Bucky, help us out, please. 115 help players. Help me out. Um, okay. Let's talk about Big 12 stuff. There was a report that came out, I believe, was it yesterday or Saturday? I can't remember. I think it was Shearer, actually said that the Big 12 has reached out uh, for with preliminary talks to Oregon State, and I believe, was it Stanford or was it Washington State as well? Uh, I think Washington State. So, and then I saw someone else refute that report not too long after. Then today, the ACC is apparently reaching out to Stanford and Cal. Um, but the Big 12 has been adamant about this fourth time zone. There are... Five teams in the Pacific mm -hmm. time zone now mm -hmm. who are very, very available to be picked and change over to the Big 12. San Diego State, uh, Stanford, Cal, Oregon State, and Washington State. So I guess let's start here. Which two do you think would be the best addition in terms of football to the conference? Oregon State, number one. Yes. Um. This is going to sound crazy. Washington State number two. Interesting. I don't trust Stanford and Cal to value uh, football in that way. They're, Cal has a lot of issues right now. Yes. Yeah. They're in like ridiculous amounts Leading of debt. Leading the nation in debt. That is insane. Um, I mean, you maybe take Stanford and you asked me football. Yes. You maybe take Stanford just for the brand name. I don't think Stanford is so not a Big 12 school. I know. Nothing about Stanford says Big 12. Right. Um, so, 
I don't know. I just have a hard time imagining that one work, but they certainly have a much bigger brand um, than Washington State. Mark says Oregon State and San Diego State. I could get on board with that. Um, Washington State obviously doesn't have a lot of great history. Mm-hmm. Um, they have, you know, like Ryan Leaf, Gardner Minshew, and Luke Falk. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I think I think you can make the case for San Diego State just merely from like a like a vibes perspective right Um, southern california yeah exactly like pullman washington well a solid college town doesn't do much for you you can also make the case though in in schools and conferences love to do this Mm -hmm. you go to oregon state and you're like see that's our portland market not really true and then you say oh we'll we'll just take washington state that's our seattle market yeah also not really true (laughs) right you get a little share of it and maybe it helps you in the uh in the next TV deal down the road, but Oregon State's really the only one that moves the needle for me from a football perspective. I agree with you. Um, and they have real fans. Yes, for sure. Shout out Clinton Connor. Uh, just to go back to Cal real quick, though, they almost feel like in a situation where they may have to like fold their football program. They are extremely unattractive in terms of realignment. They haven't been competitive in years decades um and now they've got all this debt you know that they've taken on just from running programs stadium maintenance and all this pac-12 stuff that's unfolded the last few years they just feel like in such a dire situation that i don't who would find them attractive and what are you getting from cal a lot of people say um stanford should go independent a la notre dame Mm -hmm. and i forget who we were talking to but one of the media members that were there today i think it was actually um Actually, I don't know. Was saying like Notre Dame has their own TV deal because people yes. all over the country want to watch Notre Dame. And that's so true. That is absolutely positively not true of Stanford. Mm-hmm. No one is saying like, oh, I want to, I got to catch the Stanford game this <laughs> right. weekend. Unless, guess what? They're playing Notre Dame. Right. Or USC or whoever. Or they have Andrew Luck at quarterback. Right. Like, which hasn't been in years. You know, yeah. Christian McCaffrey was kind of the last attraction for them. Um, Bryce Love a little. Not really. No. Um, so I don't know. It's. I don't think they can do that. I don't think that a network is going to give them enough money to sustain their entire program to televise Stanford games. Right. Like, certainly not NBC the way Notre Dame has it. Right. Um, And then SDSU, I mean, I think, if anything, they would be the pick just because of what your mark has said about basketball and how much he values that. Um, Football, they've been okay in the Mountain West for a while. I can't remember the last time they won 10 wins. Yeah, it's been five-ish years at the most, or yeah. the, at the least, I mean. Um, but if anything, I would probably say what you said, Oregon State and Stan- or no, Washington State from a football perspective. If you want this to be a better football conference, those are the two teams you got to get. That, that makes your travel nightmarish, though. Yeah. They're both uh, Big 12-style schools, yeah. too. Like, Shootout teams, right? Yeah, and yeah. just like small college towns. Yes. Yeah. Um, you know, kind of blue collar uh, in the way they go about things. <laughs> so uh, we'll see. I'm kind of, I don't. One thing that should be noted, they would not get the ESPN share. Is that right? One of the two. Um, I think it's the Fox share. Okay. Fo- uh, either way, 
they yeah. have a deal with ESPN and Fox that adds up to 31.7 million per year. If they were to add more, they would only get half of that um, or one of the two shares because the other network has not yet approved um, going that big, adding that many teams. So in that regard, I'm like, can we just, I'm good with, with 16 where right. we are right now. Right. I do feel like at least the pack four, as they stand right now, the four remaining uh, schools, they got to figure it out quickly because I think that teams are going to see them as vulnerable and go after the recruits very, very soon. Ooh, we, we, everyone's already doing that. I, I For, guarantee it. But I mean, you got to get on it because Stanford has gotten, they've got a pretty impressive 2024 class. Mm -hmm. A lot of guys, four stars, mm -hmm. um, nationally ranked, you know, top 300 plus. If they're not playing in a Power 5 conference or they're enrolling to not play in one, why would they stay at Stanford? I mean, the degree, of course, is why you go to Stanford. So maybe that does win out for a few guys, but it feels like there's a lot of flip potential for them at least, and maybe Oregon State too. They've been recruiting at a higher level as well. Yeah. Yeah, that's a great point. Let's go get them. There you go. Um, shout out to our friends at Shady Rays. Take on the sun with gear built to last. Our friends at Shady Rays have you covered for the warm weather ahead. It's been beautiful out here in Colorado the last week or so. Shady Rays is great. Uh, if you lose or break your pair, they'll re replace them. No questions asked. Even if you don't like the pair of Shady Rays uh, when they show up to your door, you have 30 days and they'll replace those. No questions asked. You can shop their entire collection at the Park Meadows Mall or go online to ShadyRays.com. Use code DMVR. You'll get 50% off two or more pairs of polarized sunglasses, and you can try for yourself. The shade's rated five stars by over 250,000 people. And then I'm just going to plug the website, thedmvr.com. A new Prime Tracker's out. Oh, yeah. Um, details every day after practice. As soon as I'm done with this show, going to work on that and get that up. Uh, you'll see that on Twitter, but... Check it out because there's some details in there that Neely isn't talking about, uh, that we're not tweeting about. So there's there's stuff that you guys need to learn on there. Let's go. Some scoops. Yep. All Check right. it out. Question time. Let's get to it. What's up, John? You guys think they'll add some more guys before or during the season with this many scholarship spots still open? We'll love to see another big DT for depth purposes at least. <sighs> Are they out there? Uh, Curtis said 110, 115, whatever he said on uh, Friday. But I just mean, are oh. the players that you want, is a big DT out there? I mean, yeah, it's August, man. Yeah, I, I don't think there's a lot that you can add at this point. Um, and Coach Prime, basically, remember, uh, we always say Coach Prime uh, tells, tells you what, what happened before right. it happens. He told you, I'm going to bank some scholarships so I can add more recruits in yes. the offseason. Uh, so he's planning on bringing in a big class. Um, Wayne, uh, are we going to have Bishop Thomas, Kyrie Manns, Mains, and Savelle Smalls for at least two more years? Or we are going to have them for at least two more years. Can you imagine them next year after a full year with Coach Mo? Ooh, your thoughts. Beasts. Yes. Savelle Smalls is already built like a, <laughs> yeah. a brick house. Um, Kyrie Manns is big too. Yep. Yeah. There's some big guys on here. So, uh, Keep an eye out for for those guys in that strength and conditioning program. They are going to turn into just rocks. Yep. Best is yet to come for those dudes. Uh, G3, how's Cormani doing out there? He's 
I mean, it's a freshman adjusting to Power 5 football. Yeah. He's on his way. He is all, in my opinion, and this is a little bit uh, exaggerated, he's all instinct at this point. He's right. all, um, he's just a- such an athlete that technique has never been something I think that, that's been all that important to him. Mm-hmm. Not from a lack of caring, but just when you are him... And you can go out there and just stay with anyone that you ever play against without having to get into the finer details of things. Uh, you know, you don't necessarily have to. You're also not so, uh, when you're in high school, you don't have the um, <laughs> the advice of Coach Prime, the best right. cornerback of all time yes. around the corner for you. So for me, he has so much athletic ability, so much talent, so much length. He has everything you need except for the technique at this point. Yep. Well, guess what? He's got the best person in the world to teach him that. So he's going to get it. Uh, and and Coach Prime is going to coach him very closely uh, to make sure he does. And when that happens, you're going to see an unreal jump for him yep. uh, in terms of how well he, he looks out there. Yep. Patience with him. Patience is the key there. Uh, and I Robert. don't even know if patience is necessarily the word. Because I think he could go out there and cover... For sure. TCU today. Yeah. Um, but just just wait. Yeah. Just watch. Robert, did you see Mike Westbrook's parting message to the team? Did, did you watch that? Was that in the meeting room? Yeah, that was the elephant and the dog yes, story. Yes, yes. Great. Great, 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 great. Yeah, amazing. Um, you know, a little weird when it first got brought up, but then mm-hmm. he goes into it, and then you're like, my guy's cooking here. Yes, like, yes. That's those are the best kind of messages though because you hear it and you're like what what is he saying and you have to like lock in to be like where's this going yeah that was great though man um who's the next CU legend that's with the team we had Cordell for a while yeah Westbrook Hagen's on campus hmm who is next maybe Philip Lindsay there you go let's get Phil some time to practice do you know when the full pads are coming Jabriel asks um they had them on last week. I think it's just they have shells days. They have they haven't yet put on pants, football pants. I mean, they're hitting out there though. But that is like when you go full full pads, right? That involves putting on your uniform. So they they yeah they've had shoulder pads and helmets on. Uh, IMCC. What other freshmen do you think will start or get playing time? Omarion Miller. Yep. God, he looks big. I know. Especially when he jumps. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he had a great touchdown catch uh, on well-off. Yep. That he's little toe-tap right on the back line. Yep. He's a beast. Um, Who else? I don't know. I mean, Hopkins looks good out Bless there. You. Bless you. Hopkins routes, yep. I think, have been impressive to me. Yep. Um, you mentioned Stoutmeyer. Yeah. He looked really clean in that um, technique video mm-hmm. that Darius put out, Coach Prime coaching the corners. He was maybe as good as anyone um, at, at kind of getting down what Coach was saying. So I could see him playing. And then uh, Kofi Taylor Barracks. Yes. Throw his name out there. Yes. So there you go. Watch out for those guys. Uh, what's up, Big TZ? You two been around the team. How, do you feel the O-line is nasty enough? <sighs> They're getting there. It's that's another kind of process, I think, with this team, though. Yep. Not like guys have to be coached and like become power five offensive linemen. You have five positions. You have to find out who is best in each position and which combo works the best. It takes a while. 
and it is it is tough, man, uh, to play for Coach OB. Yes. But when you come out of there, you're gonna be nasty. Mm-hmm. If you are if you pl- are gonna play for Coach OB, you are gonna be nasty. Yep. So I think they will be eventually at that level. Uh, Maestro, other than Coach Prime, who would be a dream interview for DNVR? I mean, Shador and Travis were, you know, the other kind of white whales. I was going to say Phil. Philip Lindsay? Yeah. We can make that happen for sure. Um, Clat? Yep. I was thinking on the team, I just want to sit here and talk about offensive football with Sean Lewis yes. for an hour. Bar- Bartoloni would be great too, yep. I think. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, especially because of just the quality of this receiving core top to bottom. Yep. Would love to get Bucky one day as well. Yep. Um, yeah. That's about it for now. Zay would be good. Yep. Uh T Lodi. Jake and RK, have you seen the video of Shador throwing about forty or fifty yards into the trash can? Did you see that one? Oh my yes. god. Yes. <laughs> um uh, it's so funny just how dumb people are online. Like I tweeted that. I was like, I've been trying to tell everyone I could, everyone that will listen about this man's accuracy. Some guys like wake me up when he, when he does something that I can't do. I'm like, there's always something. To say. I'll give you 50 tries, bro. You won't even get close. No, to do it from that distance. And remember, you got to hit the right angle too. that shit is hard as hell. Yes. Yes. Go try right now. Well, I've watched NFL players throw that for you know 10 minutes without getting yes um so yeah he's that was sick i love that video great job great camera work by the way too uh our guy shaquille oatmeal's back with the super chat (laughs) have we heard any news on gant um i will ask tomorrow for you guys how about that there you go i will ask specifically about him there you go thank you for the super chat connor what's up do we get new unis this year helmets uh, stay tuned. Stay tuned. No. Stay tuned. Doyle. What can you see Dylan Edwards looking like in his third year after being with Prime for years? I, Whatever DeAnthony Thomas was for Oregon. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. He's going to be sick. Yep. Backup QB insight. Um, we haven't asked. Neely about this. We can we can um, do it tomorrow. But we can we can touch on it. It sounds like Gavin Cold. Yeah. Uh, from what I heard, is holding his own a little bit. Athlete, big arm, has Dude, some college experience. He looks like a quarterback. He does actually. Yeah. <laughs> and you see, just his physical presence is like, oh, that guy's a quarterback. I will say, I think it's Staub on the uh, well off videos been throwing some dimes yep, some tight sure. window ones uh what's up chris with the super chat thoughts on coach fleet confirming dylan will line up at wide receiver some and s- saying even though there's a clear top four running backs they want two to emerge as the guys who will it be he spoke highly of smoke i mean alton of course it's smoke and alton i think if you're looking for two guys uh are the favorites right now with dylan being the guy that is always involved um watch out for hank yeah telling you man i i can't remember who posted the video of like the running backs i think it might have been neely on the pregame show his feet 
are like as fast as Dylan's, and he's fifty pounds heavier. I think. Yep. Yeah. Watch I out mean, for that guy. All of them have a great chance. Yep. Um, but he said they brought Alton in to be the guy. Yep. Smoke right now looks like he is, you know, at least interim guy. Mm-hmm. Um, and so. Got, everyone's got a chance. Well, Smoke's got the graduate transfer thing, too. These guys didn't graduate transfer here to sit on the bench or not yeah. play. He's going to get carries for yes. sure. But I, Dylan Edwards is going to factor in, man. Oh, a lot. What's up, Luis? In your binge of videos this weekend, did you see John Snelson's latest masterpiece? Yes, and it sounds like it was his staff that took on a lot of that. Yep. Um, some of the student guys, which is really cool. Uh, that they get the opportunity to make stuff like this. Um, the cinematography in those videos is unmatched mm -hmm. in the rest of the country. Yep. Um, it's pretty cool because as Buffs fans, we get the raw stuff uh, from Unk, from Bucky, from Darius. That's like the raw behind the scenes yeah. iPhone footage. And I know those guys have nice cameras now too. Right. Um, and then we also get these beautiful, like, like award-winning quality cinematography-esque, uh, you know, content from the actual creative team there. Uh, and it's the best of both worlds. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I love it all. So uh, keep it coming. I can't get enough Colorado football content <laughs> right now. Like, when this show ends, I'm like you guys. I go onto YouTube and I watch Buffs shows. Same. Like that's what I do when I go home now. So I like the only one that I don't watch is this one. Because I was already there. The first thing I do when I go home and I sit on the couch, I load up YouTube. Yep. And there's always a well off reach the people or the pregame show first in my recommendations. Yep. That's exactly Every day. and I watch all of them until I run out and then I might even watch something else. Yep. Uh I will say more drone shots. Those are dope. Show off the campus even more. Yes. It's sick. Amen. Um, a lot of people were talking about Sivion Wilkerson. We're not sleeping on him, one. And I'll tell you this. Neely has said that he has been popping off runs yep. since day one. Yep. He's going to factor in. I don't know if Coach Flea, I guess, just forgot about him. He was talking about him literally the question before. Mm -hmm. He gave out his top four, so maybe he just kind of slipped his mind. But yep. he's going to factor in as well. And we're not sleeping on Charlie Offerdahl either. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, so the, the room is stacked. Yep. What's up, David? But nice someone had a too. great point that um, Savion came in against the eight ball uh, at Jackson State, too. Right. And worked his way all the way up to being the starter. And he's a younger guy, I think, too. Like, he doesn't need to see the field as much as we'd want to. But, like, he's been, a, he's been around a bit. So I don't know how much eligibility he has left. But I don't think he's like a grad transfer. No, he's not a grad transfer. Uh, listed as a sophomore on the roster. Wow. So. What do they have Shiloh listed out on that roster? I'd imagine a senior, graduate student. Okay. Uh, what's up, Jamel? Where can you see the Snelson video? What channel is that? It's Colorado Football. Colorado Football? Colorado Football is the name of the channel. Time for Shador Helmet Can? That would be sick. Oh, please. Give us that. Yes. Lamar with the super chat. Do you think Stoutmeyer gets a starters look? I don't know about starters, but I think after that, I'd say we're five deep at corner. Travis, Cormani, Jaquez, Omarion, and Kendrick. 
he'd probably be the next guy for me. Yeah. He's a freshman though. I mean, who knows? He could just show up on the field on you know third downs or something and play a role. Yep. He's gonna play. All right. So that's that was my question. Because J Dot says Shiloh actually has two years of eligibility left, even though he's a grad student. Well, that's the thing with the COVID year and all that stuff. Like guys can graduate and you can have multiple years of I eligibility. Know. I so hope he has two years of eligibility. It'd be pretty awesome. Yeah. How many years does Jimmy have? I don't know. Uh, he's listed as a junior on the roster. That could mean anything. I, th- I think he's <laughs> played the last three seasons. Oregon has a dude, what, playing his eighth year? Someone does, yeah. yeah it's I think a tight it's end or something. Tight end at Oregon. Yeah. Maybe he transferred for all I know. But Travis J listed at cornerback on the roster, they say. Yep. And then uh, Jaquez listed as safety as, as well. I know. So interesting. Yep. Make sure you guys check out the roster every now and then. Because uh, we need an L. I think does Adam have the eligibility chart? He hasn't updated since May last I okay. saw. That's what that's what we need. We need an updated eligibility chart. Let me see. I'll pull it up right now. Just listed by how many years does a guy have left? Uh, May sixteenth. So who are we asking about? Travis J is listed as having two years left. I don't know if Shiloh's on here yet. He's not on here. Who else were we talking Louis about? Luis says uh, he thinks Shane Cokes also has an a, additional year of eligibility. He does. He's listed as a technical junior. Wow. And he was a graduate transfer as well. Who was the other graduate transfer we were just talking about? Uh, I don't know. Oh, Sivion's not on here, so yeah. A lot of guys. A lot of guys. I don't know who we have tomorrow for media. Have they said? They haven't said yet? Um, Let me pull it up right now. I do know it's a longer practice tomorrow. We have Charles Kelly tomorrow. Or no, this is from last week. Sorry. <laughs> um, Come on, Jake. I got it. I got it right here. Right here. We have. Doesn't say. All right. To be determined. <laughs> oh, I'm kidding. It's Andre Hart. I'm sorry. There's a lot of information for tomorrow, man. <laughs> can you read? I can read. I think. <laughs> Uh, Andre Hart tomorrow and players no media on Wednesday so we will just be here on Wednesday um, they're not even practicing it's just a classroom day Wednesday cool and then Thursday we have media and then Friday's media day with Coach Prime Travis I didn't see you have a 20 year old kicker a few years back he was older than that and he was in his 30s um, but he was it wasn't because of like eligibility it was because well I guess it's still always about eligibility but he came from Australia yeah so like his clock never started right I mean, like Brandon Weeding, guys who go to the MLB yeah, draft and yeah, stuff yeah. and come back. Yeah, it's all weird. Um, do we answer that question at the bottom? Can we answer that? think so. There will be a scrimmage this, this Saturday. You think so? I think so. I think so, too. <laughs> Stay tuned. <laughs> um, that's it. Great show. We'll be back tomorrow. Let's go Buffs. Let's go Buffs.